Welcome to Be Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm laughing because I can't talk anymore. <laughs> so everybody get used to me mispronouncing everything for the next uh, two years. Oh, Lord. <laughs> or I don't know how. Enjoy the be braces. Yeah, I'll be talking differently for a while. So, or talking less. <laughs> not saying as many s's i'll have to pick different words now <laughs> so i'll be thinking more before i speak uh, amanda so, gorman got through uh, it uh, mm-hmm. yeah because when she was growing up she couldn't pronounce r's mm-hmm. and so she when she would write poems she chose words that didn't contain or she tried to choose words that didn't contain r's right. yes yes and now okay. she does just fine. Mm-hmm. Now, with a name like Susan and doing a podcast called Geek Girl Soup, it's kind of tough. Yeah. To, uh, and, and with the word is so common in the English language, it's going to be tough. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> thanks. You yeah. can say thank you. Or it will be tough to find a word that, see, I can't avoid does or doesn't. Yeah. I'll have you talk for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I know ruined it already i can't find a word that shall not contain <laughs> that letter kelly oh, you can speak in past tense doth like yeah. go, go biblical with it yeah <laughs> that shall work <laughs> maybe <laughs> see that's a good word <laughs> perchance i said perchance Oh, that yeah, per chance that works. Per chance, <laughs> mayhap. Yeah. <laughs> Court, what did you watch this week? Oh, I got a calendar. Like, oh. <laughs> um, Fear the Walking Dead came back, so I watched that. Um, and I think oh, I messaged you guys about it beforehand because I watched it on AMC Plus. Right. And. Something major happened, and I was like, do I want to keep watching this? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I, I, I won't talk you. about it. Oh, go ahead. I can tell you, I've watched tonight's episode. Yeah. Keep watching. Okay. Okay. All right, so I'll, after this, I'll watch tonight's episode. Then. Like, that's the good thing about having an AMC+. Plus. Like, I saw in the message pop up. Um, like the new episode was available, but like so many things were happening on Friday, like, um, like Van Helsing came back Friday. And of course I get the story news with Brad. So I had to watch the first three episodes cause we wanted to record like for the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we live tweeted that like, that was a lot of fun. Um, big sky came back this week. Also, did you guys right. watch? Yes. yes. It, oh my god i missed that show and they yep. have so many of my favorite character actors that came mm-hmm. back for this part of the season so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited and i wasn't sure you know it's like well they finished that first big event and well you know 
what else can they come up with that it's going to be yeah. just as captivating and they did oh yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah and like it's, it's based on this whole book series so like i really do oh, need to start reading those that. books okay yeah um have you guys had a chance to check out rebel with katie seagal it's on abc no, no. it's kind of good and it's got andy garcia um hmm. a couple of other like really good like actors that you've seen in other things um john corbett is in it too oh wow actually it's really good you guys should check it out at least the first episode she's supposed to be like this Erin brockovich type character but like she does some wild thing <laughs> um songbird you guys remember um like that pandemic like movie that's on like i didn't watch it yet it's now available on hulu though so mm-hmm. i added it to my watch list but I, I, i'm still not in that mood water hey let me watch a pandemic movie that's not um like contagion mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't want to watch something with covid they said it's covid 23 but i'm not in the mood right now yeah i read fourth year into the lockdown exactly exactly mm-hmm. so yeah no we'll save that for four years from now well there was that other movie that brazilian movie that we watched you know with the pink cloud or whatever oh yeah it was yeah. like many years into the lockdown mm-hmm. yeah was that i mean i remember the movie and kind of digging it but mm-hmm. I don't remember it was like related, but sure. Well, pandemic. I like it. Yes, yeah. pandemic. And the last thing I watched, um, like there's this um, this movie that takes the ring monster and the the grudge monster, Sadako versus Kayako, and huh? like kind of pits them against each other, <laughs> like pits the curses against each other. And I was like, okay, this is cool. <laughs> Yeah. How does that work? And, <laughs> well, like somebody accidentally watched the tape and, you know, of course, um, like she's coming for you within seven days if you watch the tape. So mm-hmm. they're like, how can we get out of this curse? Oh, let me curse myself again with this one. I let them fight each other. Oh. I'll tell you how it ended. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. But of course, like, like those movies are always better done. I hate that we have to like Americanized like those films and you know that they're going to do the same thing what's our movie that we love with the train trying to push zombies on the train yes like you know they're making another version of that like for us instead of people just going ahead and watching the subtitles like granted Peninsula wasn't the best I still enjoyed it but like mm, I'm done I'm disgusted (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's never going to end. <laughs> so, right. Unfortunately. Yeah. So good, though. I know. And I love that, Kelly, you added um, to our homework uh, the, the Korean movie list. Like, I'm going to oh, try yeah. that entire list, like that 100 movies. They're probably way more than that. When they're definitely That's way more than that. Right. No, when we do that, let, let's pick like, you know, three to five. We're not doing oh. all those. We're not doing a hundred. <laughs> no, like I, I know Kelly. I know, but no, I meant like for, maybe I'll take Eventually. for the rest of the year. Like I'm gonna maybe cool. try to watch a movie, maybe a week. Yeah, um, something. I'm, I'm yeah. at like 180 or so for the year. So wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like I'm not far behind. I need to update the list. I and wrote it down on the calendar so I would stop forgetting what I watched. You know the short movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm there were a bunch of those so there are a lot of yeah 
you know, because there were 50 shorts at Sundance that I watched. So. Wow. Susan, did you watch The Two Strangers? Yes. Short. Mm -hmm. That was brutal. And today I watched The Present, and that's also on Netflix, another short. And it it kind of reminded me of that. It takes place um, in, you know, one of the border crossings um, mm. in Israel. Mm-hmm. So uh, between the Israelis and Arabs. Mm. And it it was similar. Okay. Well, other than our homework, I watched, I think, only two things this week. Of course, Nobody. Um, and I watched it twice. I rented it on Friday, watched it Friday and Saturday. Loved mm-hmm. it. Bob Odenkirk was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and and yes, I am hoping for a part two. Oh, yeah, it definitely. A, a trilogy is necessary, Kelly. Yeah. Like, that True. was just so well done. Like, mm-hmm. that bus fight scene. Oh, my God. Oh, amazing. And the car chase. I normally hate car chases. This one was good. Yeah. And, and I also liked that he was getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Now, I hate it in other movies where the protagonist doesn't get hurt. You know, yeah. like he doles it out and or a she, you know, but and like feels no pain or yeah. acts like he feels no pain. And yeah. in this, he was showing that it hurt. Some of it, but not there. There was one, you know, on the bus. And that, that injury seemed to just magically disappear. But okay. you know, it's except for the bruises from right. on his face. Yeah, but right. the other injury was like um Well he reacted. Yeah. Later. And, and pulled the, but uh, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. Mm, yeah, I you know. have lasting <laughs> I know. Okay. And then and then there was another part where it's like the neighbors would have heard that. He told the family uh, half one I thing, and, but the neighbors would have done it. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, w- that was silly, but I'll overlook it. Yeah. I'll overlook it. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I watched was the six-part documentary series on HBO Max called Q, End of the Storm. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Now, I tell you, though, my anxiety level just skyrocketed while watching it. And my eyes were rolling so hard that they like to pop right out of their sockets. Just like about how did people buy into this so much? And, and yet I do understand, especially during the pandemic, People, you know, just all of this confusion, nothing makes sense. Why is this going on? People looking for answers and QAnon provides answers and it provides a cause that people can rally around and people crave that. Everyone craves that, you know, even people who don't believe in conspiracy theories, we all are looking for something to believe in and to rally around. Um, but it's still just, I can't believe I'm going to use this word, but wackadoodle to believe 
so much of this. And Mm -hmm. like using the Socratic method and telling people think for yourselves, do your own research. And they don't. They're just Mm -hmm. listening to what they call Q-tubers and Mm -hmm. following what just, just spitting back out what they say reminds me of Rush Limbaugh's ditto heads Mm -hmm. and doing your own research, thinking that Googling qualifies. That's not research. That's reading up on. There's a distinct difference. Oh, but again, my anxiety level was so high just because of what happened as a result. Capital siege, you know, and their beliefs continue about the election being a fraud and having been stolen from Trump and how this is just going to continue into the future and that they may win the next presidential election. There could be major backlash from these four years. So, oh, I don't know. Anyway, it was a, a good and enlightening documentary series. Well, and I think I've already talked about the two things that I watched other than the homework. <laughs> so, so we might as well jump right into our uh, in memoriam watches yep. and we'll go in the order that they died during 2020. And on March 8th uh, was Max von Sydow. And we had two films to watch with him. Seventh Seal. You made me say it, Kelly. And, <laughs> and Flash Gordon. <laughs> so, Kelly, uh, the, the Seventh Seal, I think, was your pick. Uh-huh. Um, tell us a little about, about that one. And I, I hadn't seen it before. I saw it once... Um gosh, like 18, 19 years ago. And uh, Von Cito plays a medieval knight coming back. Uh, and it's uh, Swedish, right? And he's coming back from what? The Crusades. Mm-hmm. And um, it sort of jumps around a bit, doesn't it? Because like the whole time that i mean we see him on the beach meeting death and he challenges death to a chess game but then we jump to um other nights and this um enter people in in a like a troupe of performers yeah actors um death approaching some of them and but that's not in chronological order, right? Because we see Juancito yeah. with them at times, and then back on the beach. Um, and Vonsito is really having a lot of fun in the chess game, and is saying, you know, he's tricked death into certain moves, and um, and we don't really see the end of the chess game. We just see the end of who death takes with him, mm-hmm. which is Max and several other people. And it's in black and white. I forget who directed it. I forgot to look that up. And, uh... Ingmar Bergman. Oh, it was Bergman. Okay. I was about to say that and just forgot. Cool. 
uh, yeah, it definitely has that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like it. It's, I, I feel like it alternates between meditative and um, not fun, but is lighthearted the right word for when we're following the performers? Not really, but do you know what I mean? Like they're silly at times. No, then they are. Yeah. But it's not <laughs> meditative at that point. And and but that's good to break it up. Yeah. For it sure. It becomes a completely different thing if it's completely meditative through the yeah. entire. Yeah. And honestly, um, like I hadn't seen this before. So like the uh chess game with death, it reminded me of um Bill and Ted. <laughs> I kept thinking about Bill and Ted. Like they 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 were playing around with death too. Well, guess True. where they got it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a little uh misogynistic, maybe. Mm. Of course, yeah. how many it's movies aren't? You I know. know, I know, I it's... noticed that watching all of these, I'm like, yeah, <sighs> mm-hmm. geez, but yeah, about it, it. This one, extremely hostile, mm-hmm. <laughs> 1957. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, even you know, from 2020, Promising Young Woman, written, directed by a woman, but you could argue that there's some misogyny in it because of why she is seeking revenge on all of these men. So the film isn't misogynistic, but the, the men in it are. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess then it, the film isn't misogynistic. It's highlighting misogyny and several of the films we watched this week, the films are misogynistic, not just what's going on in the films yeah like with promising young woman i thought of her taking on the patriarchy and mm-hmm. um remember the, the dean like she was upholding oh. the systems that had been in place for so long and these movies were like basically built on the patriarchy basically yeah so yeah for sure it's a good way of putting it one of y'all want to take yeah. flash gordon uh <laughs> court have you, you seen this flash before? gordon and not in um not for a very long time yeah mm-hmm. um like watching these movies like this one in highlander i was like oh my god the 80s were so cheesy <laughs> <laughs> you forget how cheesy yeah well and- i i mean we'll get to highlander in the minute in a minute but or at the end um i thought flash gordon was cheesy i'd forgotten like everything about it except the queen song yeah. and and comparing that and highlander notice the queen did the songs for both mm-hmm. that was yeah. cool and there's there's a line in flash gordon who wants to live forever oh yes. what was the name of the song in who highlander wants to live forever Yep. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that hilarious. Yep. And that was what six years later. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I, I also since since I had the DVD, uh, watched an interview with the the writer of Flash Gordon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah, he he knew it was campy. He was, you know, it's like it was. He knew it was silly and whatever and. 
but he was expecting the script that he wrote to be um, kind of redone a little before it was filmed and everything. <laughs> and it kind of wasn't. <gasps> because he had worked with the, with the director before. And so, you know, it's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> Does that mean that they liked it as is? Or they were too lazy to do anything about it or what? Liked it as is because they'd worked together wow. before. So he trusted him and, you know. Wow. I don't remember how well it did in theaters. So, I mean, now it it's like a didn't do well at all. Classic. Okay. It, yeah. Yeah, I it saw it didn't. on tape. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was nominated for some awards. Some BAFTA awards. Oh, uh, oh okay. For music costumes and production design uh max von Sydow won best actor in the Nap napierville cinema festival okay. and sam j jones uh got a nomination for uh worst actor in a <gasps> in the for the Razzies. i was waiting for that <laughs> yeah and they and he and uh and melody were uh nominated for worst on-screen couple Oh, wow. I would so agree with that. It, it was oh. a mix of awards, best yeah. and worst. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That is too funny. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's a classic, a cult yes. classic. And I guess I'm part of that cult. Um, <laughs> yeah. For, um, no, not the boar worms. <laughs> <laughs> and Flash, I love you, but we only have 14 hours to save the earth. Oh. And what do you mean, Flash Gordon approaching? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, it has its moments. Yeah. Like, this made me think of that uh, Variety article that came out after the success of uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, where uh, the columnist was asking, uh, is, is nonsense the new normal? No, no. we've always or enjoyed our nonsense. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay, flashboard. <clears throat> uh, or are we done with him? It was, it was fun to watch. Oh. Yeah, fun to see it so, again. Hadn't seen it in yeah. years. Yeah. So was Max's character a little bit racist? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely cringe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, let me say those those wedding vows were pretty awful. So <laughs> I wouldn't want to hear those at a wedding. <laughs> oh yeah, I watched it a week ago, so I'm okay. I don't remember them word for word, but yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh was... yes. Okay. Yes was funny. I was, you know, looking up various people in the cast and all of that while I was watching it. I'm like, whatever happened to <laughs> there was a little girl in there and she she played, I guess, the Hawkman's daughter. Hmm. And that was the only movie she ever did. Isn't that funny when when we see that? Um, yeah, when there's a kid who, I, I don't know that she was really good, but and I can't think of an example right now but sometimes there'll be a kid who's really really good in something and then that's it they don't do any other movies or shows or whatever 
Mm-hmm. Wish I could think of someone right now. But... Jake Ryan, 16 Candles. Yes! Is he a carpenter now? Something like that? As a carpenter or mechanic something. He does, yeah. he works with his hands. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. And the last I read, he's like really happy. And good for yeah. him. Yeah. But yeah. Like there, there are a lot of stories like that. Exer women all over America just mm-hmm. are so sad. Yeah. Yep. All right. And are we ready to move on? Well, this next one was Kelly Preston, July 12th. And the the movie that we chose really didn't have much of her in it. She was in it for like probably less than a minute. Um from dusk till dawn and she played a news reporter so basically gave us background on the the two main characters of george clooney Mm -hmm. played by george clooney and quentin tarantino and uh she was you know telling us about their robberies and murders and keeping score of all that (laughs) where where we are up to now how we got to where we are and interviewed a uh uh an fbi agent and coincidentally that fbi agent the the actor who played the fbi agent died just a few weeks after she did oh in 2020 so well, when you told me how uh, little she was in that movie, I just skipped it. I saw it years ago, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I should watch it again, but I skipped it for this week since yeah. she was not really in it. Mm-hmm. Instead, I watched yeah. Jerry Maguire. Okay, and she was in that more? More, yeah. I mean, she didn't. Early on, she had a more significant part, and then once they broke up, uh, but that was a great scene when he broke up with her and she, you know, punches him and kicks him and whatever, you know, does her, uh, yeah, her, not kickboxing, but, uh, and not martial arts either. But anyway, she lays into him and that was really good. I mean, you just see how physically tough she is. Um, yeah. And at first she asks, oh, Jerry, and, you know, acts all sad and pouty. And he says, I don't want to hurt you. And uh, and she paused, like, nobody hurts me, or I don't let anyone hurt me, or whatever. And then she just punches him, and yeah. So that was, that was good. Loser. (laughs) I ended up kicking it back to the 80s uh, for the experts. Uh, It came on cable TV a lot, like in the 80s and 90s. It's a movie with her and John Travolta. It's these uh, two, uh, I wouldn't call them losers, these two best friends. Uh, they're kind of slackers and they're trying to open a nightclub and they're having no luck in New York. And uh, they get recruited to open a club in what they think is the Midwest, but it turns out to be in Russia. Um, basically, yeah, basically it's a town that's being trained to infiltrate the United States. Like these people, they, they become American, but 
only like 1950s versions. Like they, they don't know anything about like 1980s America. So um, like those characters go over and like, oh, you need a VCR, you need a Walkman, you need all this stuff from, you know, way back then. Like you need to order all this stuff and we'll teach you guys how to be, you know, how to be like this. And they don't realize, of course, they're in Russia until like later in the movie. And of course, then they almost die. Um, now, it's of course a very 80s movie in the way that they take this uh, complete this full town of Russian folks and move them to the United States. Like these would be spies. It reminded me of the Americans, except for their training was a lot less brutal um, than uh, what Elizabeth's was. Yeah. And was this the movie where they met? I'm, I'm not sure if this is a movie where they met. Let me mm-hmm. see how long they were together. Because they were together for quite a long time. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm thinking this, this 80s movies, that might be yeah. That might be it. Yeah. That'd be sweet. And like she died so young, it was, it was very sad. Yeah. Because I think everybody else was like older, right? Yeah. Well, not, not on our entire list. Max we had Chadwick was, too. Max was 90. Um, yeah, Kelly Preston was 57. Diana Rigg was 82. And Sean Connery was 90. Okay. Yeah, we had a super long list of people who died with, uh, potential movies to watch but these are the four people we chose yeah they must have met around that time they made the movie in 1989 and um they got married in 91 and she was oh, married cool. to someone else in 87 so okay. yeah that's very hollywood yeah yeah all right and next was diana rig september 10th lady olena tell cersei it was me <laughs> but this time she gets to work in a james bond movie with the the one and done james bond <laughs> i was gonna say who is this guy right yeah. <laughs> yeah. like wait is is that which one is james? yeah right. george lazenby uh as james bond and you know typical james bond movie yeah. oh yeah but yeah, and this one, um, yeah, her her dad, she was an heiress, trust fund baby, and her dad cut her off and recruited James Bond to make her fall in love with him because, you know, <laughs> that that magic James Bond dick will save everything, right? Uh-huh. It'll change somebody. Yep. <laughs> like I just want the spinoff with all the kids. That's all. Like he's got 80 billion children in STDs. But not with her because, no. No. you know. Of course. Yeah. Spoiler alert, she died at the end yeah. right yeah. after the wedding. Before they could even consummate the, well, the didn't wedding. Didn't they already? Or Yeah, but that's not consummating the marriage. Oh, okay. right. yeah. yeah, premarital sex doesn't do Okay, that's trick. different. <laughs> yeah, yeah different. he's had a lot of that. Yes. In, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. If getting laid made you married, then it'd be a <laughs> world of trouble for a lot of people. Yeah. Hey, you know, it used to back in the. Yeah. Yep, shotgun wedding. So I guess right. that's really for pregnancy, but no, it'd be like for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Women all over the place being spoiled. Isn't that where damaged goods comes from? 
that brace yeah. brace yeah not the men of course no because they no. have speaking no. of the patriarchy they, have... they, they have to have experience, experience. now where's mm-hmm. that supposed to come from where right not from each other that's not allowed right. <laughs> and okay <laughs> changing the subject here okay (laughs) the beginning of this movie here um that with the credits Mm -hmm. did it look like the credits were giving birth yeah did that look like the birth canal there it was supposed to no it was supposed to be a martini glass shadow but it's like that's like that's a uterus and then that yeah. that's a vagina and <laughs> you know and the way the things were moving it's like you're yeah. giving birth to this movie <laughs> yeah. when there are no women in the room this is what happens true yeah and then actual nipples on one of those silhouettes yeah yeah of course. that's right that's right yeah mm-hmm. they were risque my goodness hey it's a silhouette you can do anything right um the racism there was at one point he was fighting a black man who had superhuman strength Mm. yeah it's exhausting (laughs) yeah (laughs) so the bond family motto we learned is the world is not enough Mm -hmm. and that was the 1999 film mm-hmm. uh, with Pierce Brosnan as James Bond, mm-hmm. and it was directed by Michael Apted. Oh, a series. Up, very, yeah, mm-hmm. that's funny. Mm-hmm. It all comes back. It's all full circle. That's right. So, <laughs> but anyway, we're we're here to we're talking about Diana Rigg. <laughs> She was just gorgeous, she was wasn't great. she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really yeah. good. Yeah. Good performance. Yeah. Gosh. And yeah. better than a Bond girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess technically she was a Bond girl, but I felt like she had a little bit more agency than yeah. your normal Bond girl. Right. Little bit. Right. Maybe. Because, you know, they were trying to control her, so... Yeah. She was a little bit clever. Yeah. <laughs> so now, was this before or after her Avengers thing? I, th- I think before, because this was okay. this came out in 69. And then that was maybe. Well, right Avengers was that. 61. No, oh. Avengers was 61 through 69. Okay. Oh, oh okay. 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 Never mind. Cool. All right. I will say I was disappointed one time when the Avengers was supposed to come on and it wasn't the Avengers that I knew. Oh, funny. <laughs> like, this is not what I expected. Why are they British? <laughs> Who are these? What superpowers? are their superpowers? <laughs> I know. And I was I was looking for, for that. And um, yeah, it was It's not playing anywhere? It wasn't available now. I guess we would have had to like resubscribe to BritBox or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still there. Okay. <laughs> oh. They have Are You Being Served? Oh, okay. 
All right. And our last one, Sean Connery, October 31st. Uh, we watched Highlander. Woohoo! Love this movie so much. I I just love it. There can be only one. Oh my God. And we've talked about that for, before, how yeah. that phrase has meaning for so many other things. Was mm-hmm. it just last week we talked about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a fun movie. Yeah. I yeah. love Christophe Lambert. Mm-hmm. And Sean Connery's character is supposed to be Egyptian, but he's like Spaniard. Egyptian, is he Egyptian? Well, Spain was like the last place where he was, and okay, but he he said he was Egyptian, and he's been he'd been alive two thousand some odd years, right? And so that explains the accent. Yeah, I know because he's he's been around for so long that it just doesn't matter. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, yeah. and and. And Christophe Lambert, I, I, that's just, I like to pronounce it the French way. He was born in the United States. Um, I think that they lived in Switzerland. Is that mm-hmm. what I read? Um, so not even France, but he's super, or at least was super popular in France. He's done films in several different languages. And, um, but his, his accent in this sounds, what is it, Swiss or French? Um, but yeah, he's from the Scottish islands and Sean Connery is not, but he's got that accent. So whatever I'll just, for that movie, I'll I'll buy whatever they feed us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just whatever. And yeah, the, the queen music, fabulous. Um, Clancy Brown is great. Yes. My God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this was probably the role that it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna remember that guy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally. And then he's he's so different. He's such a nice guy in some of these other things we've seen him in now. Yeah, yeah. it's just like so how Ted Levine just appeared in Big Sky, mm-hmm. and where do we most what film do we most associate him with? Doesn't jump out of y'all right away. Silence of the Lambs. He's Buffalo Bill. Right. I mean, he's been in a shit ton of other things, but yeah. Yeah. And tangent back to nobody. Michael Ironside. Yes. I mean, I didn't put that together until last night, following it with the tweets, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that scene was so good. Yeah. Uh, no spoilers, <laughs> I, but yeah. that one guy and the door. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. And then Michael Ironside's voice after that, after the door. Too good. All right, Highlander. Sorry. It's like, I'll have to see if my uh, time has run out yet, if I can watch it one more time after we podcast. <laughs> I think oh, you I'm might. definitely be- going to. Yep, I think you might be able to based on, oh, sorry, we all started at different times. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think like, so. Yeah, good. Yeah. Because One it more was feeling. Like, that's Friday a night. high recommend. Like, that's, yeah. worth, that's worth the 20 bucks of he's, period. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. Even if you watch it only once for $20, yeah. totally worth it. Yes. Yeah. 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 
And now I want a John Wick cameo in his next movie. Yeah, yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I want them they, to like run into each other. each other kind of and and then, you know, work together for five minutes and then go their separate ways. Mm-hmm. One of those. Yeah. What were you going to ask? <laughs> uh, would you would you rent it again after your time runs out? Not immediately, but mm-hmm. I could see at some other point. Um, it would be worth owning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say once it's to own, mm-hmm. I'll I'll purchase it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I haven't watched yeah. a movie twice back to back like this in a while yeah yeah i actually the last time i mean i did watch tenet three times in let's see august in a rented out theater just me and my son wanted to be clear um i think it was available to rent the beginning of december so i watched it then and then when my daughter oldest daughter was visiting think that was the beginning of january so three times but that's you know not back to back yeah so yeah this was just awesome and i didn't watch it twice to make sure i got the biggest bang for my 20 bucks mm-hmm. it's just i enjoyed it so much i'm like oh yeah, yeah. i need to mm-hmm. see more of this even mm-hmm. though we yeah. won't be giving spoilers in this you know yeah. right now no but we'll we'll do that when we're done podcasting today we'll We'll yes. talk in detail. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. So, but next week we'll be talking about the award shows, the, the Spirit Awards and the Oscars are next weekend, and so during the week we're just catching up on uh, whatever movies we haven't seen. Um, there are a lot of the short films to catch up on, and maybe a few others. I have one foreign film that I think is rentable. I don't know if I'm going to do it. The Man Who Sold the Skin, that one? I don't remember. Let's see. But it it is rentable. Okay. One that's not available. Oh, that is rentable? Yeah. The last I looked, it was not available. Better Days is rentable. And then... um, I'm going to buy a ticket online from the Harris Theater, a Pittsburgh local theater um, that'll give you all 15, give you access to all 15 short films. That's all I have left. Um, oh, I nice. take that back. I haven't watched all of the animated and I'm not going to. So that's, okay. that's a choice. Otherwise, okay. I'm done. I'm Good done. Job. Yes. <laughs> Together Together is going to be on Film Independent. I missed it at Sundance this year, so I'm going to watch that. Um, if anyone is a fan of ER, um, they're doing the End of Stars like reunion thing where they're going to do a script reading. Um, and that's usually on YouTube and it's free. So um, like, if anybody wants to do that, that's on the 22nd. I can't remember what time. Um, the Stowaway movie is dropping on Netflix on the 22nd as well. Uh, Shadow on Bone is coming to Netflix. That's a series. Um, I've been waiting for that one. And of course, Mortal Kombat is also coming out. Right. So very exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Black Lady Sketch Show. Oh, back. it's coming back. Friday. Cool. Yep. Cool. Second season. Exciting. And of course, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, I know you're not caught up, Susan. <laughs> and Kelly, not at all. <laughs> but it was really good. 
it was well done. I think when I was podcasting with Scott a few weeks ago, we were talking about that. And when we hear the Falcon and the, Mm -hmm. the only thing that should come after that is Snowman. That movie from the (laughs) 80s about spying. And there was a David Bowie song that went along with it. The Falcon and the Snowman. That's Timothy Hutton and, oh, Sean Penn. Oh, cool. So yeah, Falcon and the Winter Snow, uh, Snowman. See, (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. I cannot say anything else. It's the Falcon and the Snowman. I'm sorry. And and that's what we'll call him for you. Yeah. (laughs) The Winter Snowman. (laughs) That's so redundant, obviously. Well, hey, it works. All right. Well, until next week, everybody, geek on.